Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? Good day to Jay, you sexy motherfucker. A.K.A. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you. You well, were just Craig. unbuttoning your shirt, so no, I, I was, just felt. No, I was actually. I was buttoning. You were buttoning it. Yeah, I was. Oh, such a prude. I realized that it was unbuttoned more than it should have been. You, you got the jacket back. Did you get the jacket back? Yes, Blandy. Thank God, Barry got the jacket back. Christ Delayed us by what? Forty minutes. We were going to start at 11. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 40 minutes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Your son was at, a like, a dance? He, he's he have part a date? of the... He's, no, he's part of the marching band, and the marching band at the end of the year has, a like, a banquet at the Vanderbilt Museum. It's like this, you know, like a catered affair. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I picked him up, and we got all the way home and opened the garage, and I said, where's your jacket? And was this like a like a sports jacket? No, or a jacket? Like a jacket jacket. Oh wait, this was a jacket jacket. He has a four hundred dollar jacket jacket. That's what What's my the, wife what said. What kind of jacket is? That? I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> you, who, I told him tough. I'm not Barry, going. What kind of? I'm not going back. Have a four hundred dollar like. It's not cold out, so you're just talking about a light well, jacket. No, they were outside, so we had. I guess it, it's who knows. I, Craig. I don't I don't know. Know. The Hooper, the Hoopers don't buy four hundred dollar jackets. Uh no, maybe this Hooper doesn't. That doesn't mean that you know. But what brand of jacket does he have for four hundred dollars? Not a clue. Like All spider? I know is you just went to go get it. You didn't North look face? at it. No, he went and got it when I got there. With him. I, I don't know. Let me ask you a question. You got in the car. You brought him all the way home. Mm-hmm. I know this is what everyone wants to fucking talk about, right, Listen, Barry? Especially after we've been gone for so long. You you get back in the car, you get all the way home, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yep. And who realizes he doesn't have his Me, jacket? Because he got out of his out of the car, and I said, "Where's your jacket?" And you've not even seen, but you don't know what it looks like. I know he had one when we left. That's okay. what I know. And and but, who who says how much it cost? My wife. And that gets everyone around. Because I so said I said I'm not going back for his jacket. What do I care? Hopefully somebody picked it up. It's a stupid jacket. <laughs> Yeah, but then you think when you got home, when you got home, didn't you want to actually take a look at it and be like, "I got to see what a four hundred dollar jacket looks like." It's like in Pulp Fiction when John Travolta says, "I got to taste what a five dollar milkshake tastes like." No, have you ever had a four hundred dollar five bucks? But it's pretty fucking good. You ever had a four hundred dollar jacket, Blandy? No, never. I don't think so either. Not that I'm aware of, at least. Who knows with my wife? But I I don't know. She said you are going. Can you go get go get the fucking. No, go get the I'm, fucking jacket. I'm, I'm not getting the jacket. I don't. Barry, do you not want to see the fucking jacket? Go get the jacket. No. Blandy, we have been waiting for 40 minutes to do this show. I'm not go getting Go get the damn I jacket. I couldn't even pick the jacket out of the closet. You're not even going to say anything is. for the next 10 minutes, so go get the jacket while Barry and I talk <laughs> he about just, it. Next. He just said he doesn't even know. I don't even what know it what it looks like. like. 
I can't go into the closet and take out that jacket. I don't know which jacket oh, it is. On. Would you just at least make it an effort? Bring down all of his jackets. <laughs> well, let's see if we can pick out we'll the $400 out. jacket. <laughs> go get the fucking jacket. I'm not joking. Go get the no. jacket. Everybody had left. Get- the teachers, everything. Everybody was gone. So he's lucky he even found it. They actually had... The, the staff had started stacking the chairs on top of one another and they just stacked the chair that his jacket was on with his jacket still on it. So it just goes to show you that a bunch of clueless fucking people. Yeah, if they had any clue, they would have taken that jacket. <laughs> That's right. Sold it. And was your son upset that he left it or he doesn't... I mean, does he, he know was, how expensive it is? Well, I'm sure he felt bad because he his parents bad. were probably ribbing him about it. And I was They didn't let up him, on so. it. And He'll then be hearing about this for the next for two buying years. the jacket? No, I didn't. I didn't curse it for, for well, buying the jacket. That's what's next. <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do. <sighs> yeah. And please subscribe to the one podcast for those of you still with us. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't have a YouTube show anymore. But I wish you could see. What Barry's wearing right now. Barry, what are you wearing? Is that a robe? Yeah, this is a robe. (laughs) (laughs) This is a robe, Craig. This is the (laughs) most comfortable thing in my closet. Is that... This whole show is about clothing so far. Is that... (laughs) What is the inside of that robe? Oh, oh, Craig, it's awesome. It's like like Terry Terry Fleece on the inside. How much was that robe? That looks expensive. This was a gift from my wife, and it's probably the best thing she's ever bought me. I'm not a robe guy. I was never a robe guy. I never owned a robe. And a few months back, (laughs) she did like a weekend getaway with her friend and came back with this robe. She's like, I bought you something. I don't know if you're going to like it. I put this thing on. I love it. I bet you- I love it. I bet you I know why it's so incredible. And why is it so incredible? Because it probably cost like 400 bucks. No, no. It was like 80 bucks. It's called like fat head. No offense to Barry, but it does not look like it costs 400 (laughs) dollars. (laughs) <laughs> but it does look comfortable. Oh, dude. It does look it's comfortable. It's so fucking comfortable, man. It's got a hood. <laughs> Have you worn that without anything <laughs> on underneath it? It's got pockets in the front. It's thick. It's Every it's robe great. has pockets. Every <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a robe guy. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's one of my favorite things to do when I stay at a hotel for work alone. Is put on a robe? That they I take have? a bath and I put on the robe. It's so- Naked. Naked underneath. It's so naked. Yeah. Would you wear clothes? You're wearing clothes under there? Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt oh, underneath it. That's a shame. Yeah, but when you're laying on the couch in a robe like this, it's like you've got you know, a built-in blanket. It's great. Spot for your phone. Hmm. All right, guys. Bet Online is awesome. your number one source for all your basketball info. You can get the latest odds there. You can bet on shit. Bet Online is always your sports information headquarters this season for basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, UFC and boxing. It is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Use promo code BLEAV to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Well, the season is over. It's been a week. How long has it been? Blandy, what? Do you have the TV on? Barry, you see the like they have the lights are like flashing in the background on the wall? Yeah. It's like you're it's getting all bright and then it goes dark and then it gets bright and then it goes dark. 
Let's let him run with this. This is fascinating this shit, This is great Lenny. podcast. Yeah, I'm just keep saying, talking I'm, about it. No, no I, I'm just asking if you had the TV on. That's it. Sorry. The season's over. Yeah. What now? <laughs> you have the lights on in your, in your yeah, basement? Yeah, you, you clearly can see I do. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, how long has it been since we lost A week. fucking heat? A week ago tonight. A week? Feels like so long ago. Barry, are you still heartbroken? Over no. that, we just watched the Heat go up two nothing on the Boston Celtics. It's insane. Blandy, the whole time we were playing the Heat after we lost the Heat, Blandy was saying he was pissed that we lost to an inferior team. Barry, are you still feeling that way? I mean, look, it goes both ways, right? It stings because you felt going in, you felt even during the series that the Knicks are and were a better basketball team. So the better team in a seven-game series usually wins, and it didn't happen for us, even though we all believe that they are the better team. Obviously, Miami is showing the team that they are, but the Knicks are a more talented team, you know, one through eight, one through nine, however you slice it. Uh, So in that sense, it stings, but the fact that we, you know, outkicked our coverage as far as the, the outlook on the season was, that we made it to the second round, you know, uh, you got to be proud of what the team accomplished as a whole, even though it was disappointing in that second round. So, you know, I see all of that. I feel all of that. But that's what gets me through is that I think it was a successful season. Can't can't disagree with you there. Successful season. Individually, maybe we had more talented players, but they were the better team. Like you just said, most times in a seven-game series, the better team wins. Yeah. So maybe now, Boston seven-game series, they're going to be they're going to fucking beat Boston in a seven-game series. They're good. They're the best team in the East. Yeah, cr- and we we were crazy. look we weren't at our at our healthiest. They weren't at their healthiest either, but. Again, I know quickly didn't do that much in the first round, but you don't know what he would have done in the second round, and it definitely gives the Knicks a different look. I can't blame anything on their health, honestly. I know quickly was out, but like you just said, he was doing nothing. Did nothing the entire playoffs when he was healthy. I know it wasn't for too long, but he was not playing like he played during the regular season especially at the end of the regular season and 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 offense we should say never performed in the playoffs so we know that he got it he had an ankle thing but he doesn't have a history of playing well in the playoffs jalen brunson was the only fucking guy on that team that seemed like he wanted to win yes i will agree with you there especially game six he's the only one who could hit a shot only one who hit a shot. He was the only one that was like, you know, his, his speedometer was in the red. Every minute he was out on the court. No plays off. Offense, defense, you know, he was doing the absolute best that he could and giving it, you know, 100% effort. He knew he knew how important that game was. He almost single-handedly brought us to a game seven. Yeah. Facts. And he was getting... I mean, he was getting pressured the entire game, every game, playing the whole game. Miami couldn't stop him. The pressure he was under with no fucking help from anyone else on that team. How he performed compared to everyone else made me realize that he's the only fucking guy on that entire team 
that I would care if we lost. I'm telling you right now, this offseason, I don't give a shit who we lose. You would think I'm he's the, the only untouchable. As I'm in the same place, Craig. Him. Yeah. I'm in the same place. He's the only untouchable. And look, as fans, especially where the team is at right now, it's team first. In Leon, I trust. And you're right. Brunson, I mean, it's, forget about the, the deal that you have him on, the player that he has become, the leader that he is. Yes, he is the one fixture that you can't let go. Anybody else, absolutely. They're, they are dispensable. I'm not joking. I would trade right now. And it's not going to change all offseason. I'm not going to get all weird like, oh, I can't trade RJ in a deal. I can't trade quickly. I would trade RJ quickly. Yes. Obi, Grimes, fucking Josh Hart, Mitchell Robinson. I go down the fucking entire list. I would trade everyone for someone like Joel Embiid. I'm not fucking kidding. Yeah, if it I makes sense. I would trade sense, every single guy and, every, and, and multiple picks as long as we keep Jalen Brunson, because nobody fucking showed up on that entire team besides him. Nobody. And it's crazy. I don't that think he... we're we were. I don't think like all season we were talking about how like tough and hard they played, but when we had to the most, they didn't. I was going to say the okay. craziest. The craziest part about the whole thing was that he was able to score all those points. When the Heat knew that he was the only one who was going to score any freaking points. Like, they basically collapsed on him every time because they just dared everybody else to shoot. And he, he still, he still came through. Yeah, and that's what stars do, right? It doesn't matter what you throw at them, they prevail. So you know what you have in Jalen Brunson. And that was like the, that's like the opposite of Miami where they have Butler. Right, who's like, let's say Butler is like their Brunson. But then they had guys around him who are not great and are not like super talented on their own, but they were not afraid and they wanted it. And they hit their shots. So give me give me Jalen yeah, Brunson with one other fun. great player. And I don't care, you'll fill the rest of the roster out with role players. The right role players. Because look, we've seen how many teams are in this league that have a really strong one-two punch, super strong one-two punch, and yet... It's not enough come playoff time. It's not enough to beat the really good, deep teams, well-coached teams. You know, there, there's there's tons of them. So it's not just about gutting the team and only hanging on to Brunson to get another star in here. It's continuing to build this team the right way with the right character. You know, because yeah, and, and the guys that they've been drafting, it's all character guys, right? It's all hardworking guys. It's guys that fit well under Tibbs. I mean, the Knicks are on to something here. So let's let's keep it rolling. Now, obviously, we don't want to take a step back next year. We saw what that was like after their, you know, after the season three years ago. The key is, you're right, is to build upon this. And look, it's going to be a uh, long but hopefully eventful summer. And uh, yeah, hopefully there's a lot of action going on in the uh, the front office of the Knicks. Yeah, and listen, I said like I'm fine trading away every single person, but Brunson, but that's not going to happen. Obviously, the point right, you're, is you're, you're, right. I'm right. fine you're with okay losing with three or four of these guys do. to do what you have to do. 
it's not going to make that much of a difference. I'm sh- I assume we're still going to hold on to some of Mitch. I mean, Mitch, Mitch is one of the few on that team, even though he's offensively challenged, that played really well, I think, for most of the playoffs. Specifically the first round. But he was he was hurting. I think he was hurting more than anyone. You don't want to hear who's hurt. You don't want to hear about who's hurt. You said. Yeah, but he still played. He still. I feel like he still wanted it. He was giving everything he could. I can't say the same about like Grimes and Julius. You can't say that about Grimes. Come on. Did you see Grimes after what in he that showed you? Game? Mm-hmm. No. How many times does he have to lose the ball? <laughs> Airball a layup. He was terrible in that game. I don't think it's lack of effort on his part. Just all bad. They were all the horrible. guy gave you one of the the guy gave you one of the greatest postseason highlights of the year. His legendary legendary play. Do you guys want to hear some voicemails? Let's listen because we're going to be able to react to everyone. Okay. People called after they lost. People called a couple days later. There's people we haven't heard from in a while. Ralph is in there. You got to get his final takes. Abu Shaki called oh, in. Oh, finally. Mm. Finally, fucking Abu Shaki. Blandy. All right, here we go. How many do we have? There's eight, eight here. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a sizable amount. Here we go. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Huh? If I'm here. A.K.A. Abu Shaki, A.K.A. The Beast from the Middle East, A.K.A. I'm sad, guys. It was really tough to watch the game. Um, tough. Okay, guys, I, I guess see you next season. Uh, great show. Sorry I haven't been calling in. Uh, it's a hard next life. Oh. Abu Shaki, relatively speechless back. Yeah. Shaki doesn't call. Abu Shaki doesn't call for months. I think it's been months. I don't know about months. And he calls just to say he hasn't called in a while. He said he, he was, was sad. sad. He was sad. What's he going to do? You know, he was still in that grieving Beast period. from the Middle East gets sad. Why not? Everybody gets sad every once in a while, Craig. Nothing. Speaking about the beast of the Middle East, will Evan Fournier be back next no. season? No. He clearly said he's not going to be back. Well, it's not entirely up to him. Well, no, but what's the point You're of keeping him around? Him. The fact that he was a soldier throughout this season is in fucking credible. I mean, here's a guy who can still play. He's not like Derrick Rose that, you know has got one foot out the door into retirement. We're talking about fucking Evan Fournier, a guy that was on, you know, the um you know, the the world stage representing France doing his thing. A guy that season before set a franchise record for most threes in a season. Uh, a a guy who started every game for this team the season before. And then he just goes quietly to the bench, doesn't say a fucking word. No. He is a soldier and he should be commended. You know, there were points in the Miami series where I was honestly wanting Tibbs to give him a shot. A lot of people were. Just to you hit, know, a, especially just to hit when, a three. Yeah, especially when, when the Knicks couldn't, yeah, couldn't hit a three 
you know, in the entire postseason, you wanted some some semblance of shooting because they were missing open shots. So, you know. Well, how the, yeah, how the Knicks looked in that heat series, like every offensive possession was so painful to watch. And it reminded you of the Knicks from a few years ago. I remember when it was like that. And well, it was not like that this season. That that last possession there. there where where he went to, when Brunson had the ball and gave the ball up, I think it was Josh Hart was at the top of the key, right? Mm-hmm. That he probably yes. would have been yeah, wide yeah. open if he had gotten it to him. But if he had gotten to him, do you have any confidence that he could have knocked down that shot? Because I don't. He's hit some big shots when it mattered. I know he's missed a bunch as well, and he's been hesitant to shoot, and he passed up open looks before, you know, and put the ball on the floor. But uh, I... You know, I would have taken my chances with that. It's hard to criticize Brunson there. I think he should have just shot it, but obviously we wouldn't have been in that position without him. He was, I mean, he didn't make many mistakes and he fucking made a mistake there. Mm -hmm. But he, I think he was, he found himself, he got open. He should have just taken it. There's no one else on that team that should take it. I'd rather him chalk up a terrible shot than find someone else wide open. To be honest, the way that team was playing, yeah, especially the way he had it going that game. You know, he put up over forty. Yeah, I mean that that was painful. How I think we were two points down. Yeah, two and fourteen seconds left or something like that, and one we were one shot from tying it up. We're going ahead. Eh, just just give it away. <laughs> but I mean, and, listen, if if we're gonna be in a position at the end, I mean that's the guy you want with the ball, so. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Down two, he's got the ball. Incredible game. Yeah. And it just it didn't work out. Wish he was able to put it up, but can't fault him. All right, Blandy, who's next? Uh, let's see. Get Julius Randle the fuck off my fucking team! Fuck! What's up, Brandon? That was Brandon, right? I don't know. Play the next one because I think they're connected. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, guys. Sorry. I just freaked the fuck out about Julius Randle. I still want him to fuck off my team. That being said, it was a good season. Uh, Jalen Brunson's special. He has that greatness quality. It's like more than just all-star quality. It's like in the postseason, just that greatness quality when, like, you need a bucket, and he just gets it. And, uh, yeah. RJ Barrett, you know, he's balled this whole postseason. We're not going to give him any shit. I know he didn't play that great tonight. He set the tone to begin with. He started forcing shots. You know, whatever, man. He's been awesome. Julius Randle, please get the fuck off of my basketball team. You are not a winning player. Anyways, it's a hard next life. Fuck, man. Who was that? That wasn't Brandon. No. I don't know. What are you guys' feelings on Julius Randle? Like, I don't, I don't want to say he has to get off the team because I hate him or anything, but this might be the time being, it, coming off a great season all NBA third team. Is this the time? Is this the time to move him? Look, you got to get something valuable back for him. I'm not saying that you have to get somebody that outproduces him because I think that's unrealistic because his numbers are 
in there. I mean, you can make an argument. He's got like top five offensive numbers in the entire NBA you know, this season with the with the 25, 10 and four. Uh, not many guys do that, you know. Um, so I'm not saying you have to get something back like that, but you definitely have to get something valuable back because you're not going to replace those numbers. And he did contribute to winning, not in the postseason, but he did during the regular season. And you don't want to miss the playoffs because you got rid of Randall for a bag of potato chips and nothing else. You got to get something for him if you're going to move him. Otherwise, you hold on to him, you know. Um, he is an asset. His contract is not an albatross. It's not crazy money. Um, again, he's proven that he's worth that. Um, he's not injury prone. There's so many positives linked to this guy. Now, again, for a guy that's going to be a number two on our team, he's got to show me more fucking heart, especially in an elimination game, which obviously he didn't show up to play. No, he doesn't have it. You either have heart or you don't. Yeah. Do you really think he can just learn to show heart? No. And have he's had effort? he's had he's had too many opportunities now. We've been through the ups and downs and ups of Randall. You know. He just didn't show up to way too many games in the playoffs. Yep. Would you, how, what what's would you trade Julius Randall? I know you have to figure out the salaries and all that for a top 15 pick in this year's draft. I mean, oh, that's a yes. I don't think I don't so, think, Craig. Yeah, I no, no. I say no. <laughs> I need more than that. <laughs> I mean, that's Come not going to get it done. How, where are you going to replace that twenty-five and ten from? In the three year, yeah, and he's he's been he's been in the All Star team twice, All NBA twice. And you know, Tibbs just is going to a top fifteen pick. You do but you don't need to replace You don't need to replace twenty-five and ten, Landy. Why not? You need to replace sixteen and eight. Yeah, right. and there's I'm, there's no guarantees that anybody in this top ten is giving you that, you know, outside of the top two or three. You see, you, you see it true. in this playoffs. The regular season means almost nothing. All right, so if we build a team that's good enough to just get into the playoffs, it doesn't matter that Randall's scoring twenty six a game. In the right, but you're season. not getting into the playoffs if he turns him. into an average player in the playoffs. I don't. I I think you are getting the playoffs without Julius Randall. I'm saying like now, like. He, he, yes, he didn't play well in the playoffs, but we wouldn't have made the playoffs without him. And again, I, and I, I don't, don't want. I think we would have. I don't want picks. I want talent. We've got the enough Knicks, picks. The Knicks are the, look. Look here, we are. The Knicks are a win now team, just like that. You know, they're they're two wins away from the Eastern Conference Finals. This is a win now team. They are built to be a contender. All they need is that missing piece. You know, the second best team in the NBA since beginning of December. This didn't feel fluky. Brunson's year didn't feel fluky. This is a team that was built up the right way. You know, look at the Sixers. They did it the wrong way. And they're not having any success with it. You know, talk about a team that, you know, trying to trust their process and for year after year after year, just tanking, taking, tanking, building up as many losses as they possibly can. They've got nothing to show for the process. Absolutely nothing. nothing. And, you know, the Knicks end up in the lottery year after year. They do not get the ping pong balls falling their way. And yet they make smart picks. 
They fill their team with guys that are playing the right way and that are, you know, building a strong locker room. They make a huge, you know, that wasn't a swing for the fences signing last summer that turned out to be a grand slam in Brunson. They're doing all the right things and they still have all the pieces set with picks in the future and with all the young talent that they've accumulated through the draft. Doesn't mean that they have to hang on to all these guys. You don't get extra points or extra wins just because you drafted your players. It feels good inside when you watch these guys grow, but no, they're here now and they're in position to make a move this summer. They are. They've got all the pieces they need. I wouldn't say the Sixers have nothing. They do have the MVP of the league. So even if they break shit up and they send a beat somewhere, they obviously get a ton of shit back. Same way the Nets, when they gave up Durant, they got a lot of stuff back. Got good pieces back. But yeah, you're right, Barry. It's a we- I'm shocked you said that. We're a win-now team, Barry. <laughs> I know. We're a we thought it'd be another team. couple of years before this happened. But Jalen Brunson is the fucking man. He, we have... Yes. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. We've got one of the best players in the league as our starting point guard. He proved it this season. He was snubbed for the All-Star game. The guards are loaded. But every year he gets better. Expect him to get better next year. And he's clutch. And he doesn't falter under the pressure. And he scores 40 points in elimination games. What more could you want from this little fucking Jalen Brunson? And (laughs) you know when you have like... Who is nowhere near as athletic as anyone else on the court. No. And when he joined this team the very beginning of the season, and you you did not know at that point who was going to emerge as the alpha. Was Randall and Brunson going to be on equal footing on this year? Uh, well, he established himself as the alpha, as the king of the pride. And uh, can going we rewind next season, back to the first show of the season right now? Do you remember it? No. Why, do you remember it? Wasn't, I don't think it was clear cut that Brunson no. was going to be. We were, well, we were, we were saying we were giving our power rankings of the team. Remember? Yeah. I had Brunson at one. Yeah. Little pat on the fucking back right there. Yeah. I think you guys had him at two. Right. But, I mean, going into next season now, if Randall is still in a Nick uniform, I mean, I think it's even clear to him, okay, I guess I'm number two. Uh, last season was proof. <laughs> at best. The last postseason was proof. Put him behind Mitch. <laughs> behind Josh Hart. <laughs> Ouch. Slightly behind Grimes. Now, behind quickly. Who would you rather have on this team, Emmanuel Quickly or Julius Randle? Emmanuel Quickly. So he's behind Emmanuel Quickly for Barry. I didn't say that. I'd, I'd rather have Quickly here than Randall. That doesn't mean that <laughs> Quickly would be above him in my power rankings. Huh. All right, Blandy, who's next? Well, you don't know. You Just know what? I felt like Cause. You know what? I felt like Cause. He came right out of the back. Get Julius Randle the fuck huh. off my basketball team. <laughs> Fuck him! Fuck him! I thought we had a lot of voicemails, but it's all from the same fucking guy yelling about Julius Randle. <laughs> and he Man, never said emotion, his name once. The emotion that this guy elicits. Not one time did he say who it was. Randall. If I care enough to look at the phone number right now, I could probably figure it out, but... Yeah, he does not like Julius Randle. 
Barry's comfortable in that robe, though. You just wrapped it back around his head. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm swaddled like a baby. You're not hot in that? No. Is it chilly in your house? Oh, I'm in the basement. It's underground. It captures the uh I mean, it doesn't coolness. matter. It's not like it makes it freezing. No. I'm cozy. Okay. Next one. Oh, boys. It was a hell of a season. Here's Brandon. Um, didn't quite... I mean, I think what hurts the most is, like, we actually had a legit shot. <laughs> and... Um, key takeaways for me this season. Well, no, this postseason. I don't want Julius Randle in a Knicks jersey next season. Um, he's a liability, and I'm not blaming him. I'm just seeing that we could do better. Um, Jalen Brunson played his ass off. RJ Barrett was. Was killing from the free throw line, so but got into foul trouble. Um, I want to keep RJ, obviously Brunson. I like Grimes. I think everybody else. Well, Josh Hart too, but I think everybody else. I'm willing to look at some deals, make some moves. As much as I like Toppin, I, I'd I'd rather flip him. But hell, um, I'm going to go outside and just stare out into the abyss. And I feel like I'm, this hurt a lot more. But it's all right. It's a hard next life. Oh, it's so sad hearing everyone's voicemails like immediately following the season. <laughs> and we're all joking and laughing right now. And there's Brandon. He was hurting. Just hurting. Hurting. Uh, Craig, how much confidence does R.J. Barrett's postseason performance give you going into next season? What were his numbers in the postseason? Well, he had a string of like eight or eight really good games in a row. Bunch it's of strange because there were games where he did seem like he played really well. <laughs> I know we're all down on him for how everyone performed because he literally did nothing. How, what what was his field goals in the final game? Oh, well, like the final game was 10? poor, but he did or get one to the, for he, ten. Yeah, but he did get to the free throw line like eight times in, that in the first, first quarter. quarter, and but then he had like nothing ten points that. in the first. Yeah, yeah, he was like one for something late into that game. Um, I got it here. One for ten. In that game six, eight for 17, 26 points, game five, nine for 16, 24, the game before that. He averaged 20.8 points in that series on 43% shooting, RJ type shooting. And it was good in the first round as well, you know, after the first two games. He averaged 17 points a game. He had a better second round than first round. He was not, he was obviously not. He was pretty good. I mean, he's getting a lot of heat because of his last game, because him and Julius did not show up. And I don't think he's getting a lot of heat. The... He's I getting a lot I of heat. I don't think RJ was getting a lot of heat. Oh, I think he was. I think people gave him a pass because of how good he was those games prior. 
Rand, look, Randall's the one and should be the one getting getting all the smoke from that final. I mean, him and Randall combined were terrible in that game six. Right, and they're, they're two of their mid three, or whatever you want to fucking call them. Anyway, you haven't answered my question. Oh, yeah. How much confidence did he give me going into next season? Yes. No, I mean, he's the same. I think he's going to always be. This is what he is. Right. I agree. He's going to be the same player he was last year, the year before that, and next year. Yeah. He's I not going to get, get better. I can't get hyped. No, we had all he's this confidence coming better. into this season based on last season. And how did that turn out? Exactly. No, he's going to be the same as that player for the rest of his fucking career. This is who he is. This is who he is. He's he's going to painful when he drives to the lane. <laughs> he's slow. He's not athletic. His shot is inconsistent. He's a. I think he should be like their sixth man, seventh man. Yeah, he's going to be that guy on your team that, like, in the eighty-two game season, there's like two games that he won for you. It's like you look up. It's like, whoa, RJ had 38 points. What? Whoa, he took over that game. Whoa, he was so clutch down the stretch. Whoa, he hit that big shot. But, yeah, it's not going to be a day-in, day-out thing for him. What we do desperately need, and I don't think he's that bad, but what we need so bad, you know you have Mitch at the five. You know you have Brunson at the one, right? And then right now we've got, until he's not here, you have Randall. But we're so desperate for shooting. So it's really hard for RJ. It's really hard having RJ in that starting lineup because his shot is so inconsistent. And that's where Miami killed us because they had all these shooters that could shoot from anywhere. And we know RJ can't shoot. All right, we know he can't shoot. He's got games where he can, but he can't shoot. So they need to, in an ideal world, they can get and Grimes, as good as Grimes, everyone thinks Grimes is a great shooter. He can't shoot either. He's not great, even though it looks like he should be good. So you need to upgrade in the starting lineup, either the two or the three this year. And one of the one of those other guys has to go to the bench. And I honestly think it's RJ. Right, like is there a, more of a position you want to upgrade than, than a shooter at either the two or the three that can still play D? I'm sure you would put Embiid at the five, but that's a fucking pipe dream, right? <laughs> I'd put Giannis at the four over Randall. I think that would be an upgrade. Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you think? It's really, I yeah. mean, I think the most, think the, the up, easiest uptick. thing is one of those two positions to upgrade. Miami, just fucking everybody could shoot <laughs> from like 30 plus feet out. And we had nobody who could shoot. Who's next? Do we have any more? Yeah, we, we got three more. Here we go. I just wanted yeah. to say that this was a great season and uh, really proud of the Knicks team. Um, couldn't ask for more. It can only get better. No, things could have gone different, but those are the breaks of the game. Not always your time to shine, but thank you all for a great season. Anything to add, Danny? 
See you on the next season. Mm. Well, thank you, Ralph. Right, Barry? Yep. Thank you to Ralph. Highlight of my season, one of the highlights was when you were slapping Janie. <laughs> on the backside. Why do you got to go to go there? Do you have that clip? <laughs> no, I don't have... No. Ralph. <laughs> I was hoping Ralph would call in about that. <sighs> I know that's what happened. No, because I'm sure he just ignored you. Why Ralph he... has been such a big part of this show, has he not, guys? Yeah, absolutely. The highs let's and the lows. Give him. Let's 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 give Ralph his moment, just in case we don't have another opportunity. What do you want me to? You give us a Nick. Give us a Ralph next one. Come on. Okay. You mean like uh, this? Next win. Next win. <sighs> next win. Or say what? Or. <laughs> Oh wait, that wasn't him, was it? That's not shit hell. Fuck. No, it was. That's I think him. it was him. Was it? Well, that's him. The shit hell fuck. And how about what this? The fuck was him? I'm down. Mm. I'm really down. This is what. Yeah. How can you laugh when you know I'm down? How can you laugh when you know I'm down? It's a little band called the Beatles. Ah, <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> uh, Ralph's got to call in. You got to call in and give everyone a succinct Fra Walt Frazier story. Did we ever play that on air? I think so. Yeah, I, think so. I don't think Didn't we, we share did. a car. The car trip. Ralph has shared. Ralph drove Walt Clyde Frazier home once from a Knicks game. But I think Ralph left like a fucking five minute voicemail. No, I'm pretty sure that I got don't think played. we played it. Did I, it? I, I think right. so. All right, two more to go. Even Fra even Clyde, by the way, was going to those games. I know, with those horrible-ass suits. He was at game six in Miami. You know how hard it was probably for, for Clyde to get to Miami? He's not a young man. And fucking Julius couldn't show up for that for him? Mm. For Clyde? Right. Does that not make you upset, Barry? It does. Was that Clyde's wife next to him? I don't think he's married. Was that? I didn't think so. I honestly was always pretty confident Clyde swung the other way, but. Huh. Really? But, yeah, I, do, you, do you ever. It's fashionable. <laughs> right? That, what does that mean? <laughs> nice <laughs> dresses, nice. Um. He wouldn't be caught dead in that fucking robe Barry has on. Guarantee that. No, this is too plain. No, he's not married. His jackets are way more than 400 bucks. No, oh, for damn sure. Actually, I don't know. Are they? I'm sure. He has all that shit custom made. Still want you to get that jacket. I'm not going to get in the jacket. <laughs> fucking lazy motherfucker. Who, who's next? All right. Hey guys, it's Tom here, oh, he aka Abushaki, aka the Beast from Can't the Middle be. East. It's late, uh, I don't have energy. Anyway, um, I just remember that I called once your show, and I said it was after the opener game at MSG, and I said, Brandy, put this on the record. 
the Knicks are gonna win 46, 47. And no one gave me fucking credit in this show. What happened? I called it for a <laughs> Sorry, did Chuck, we didn't, that? we didn't document that. I just that. remember that, and I never got the credit. So I just want the credit, and hopefully, Randy <laughs> takes the time and finds the clip when I, where I said 46 and 47, and you guys laughed at me. Um, anyways, guys, um, I was thinking about the next situation. Uh, it was a good season. Randall has to go. <laughs> I'm getting on that train. Randall has to go. Um, and let's see. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for the show. See you next season. Out. Let me ask you a question. Let's say Randall doesn't go. Okay. By the way, rookie of the year, newcomer of the year, Abu Shaki. Wasn't this the first season he started calling in? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Is there a guy that calls in that you don't get more excited about when he calls in? I love the accent. I love, <laughs> love it. it. Love the accent, the nicknames. I think when he gave 46 or 47 wins, Abu Shaki likes to like constantly change. I feel like he kept calling, <laughs> adding more wins. Do you remember that? We got to find No, it. I don't remember that, but I wish we had it. Yeah, I wish we listened to this before the show. <laughs> I pulled it up. Oh, it's too late. Yeah. Um, so if he's still around next year, who leads the team in scoring? Is it him or is it or is it Brunson again? Or Brunson. Is it him again or is it Brunson? I mean, regular season is probably Julius. Yeah, sure, big time regular season player. That's that's what I, would I don't do know. Too. Brunson strikes me as the guy that wants more. He wants more. I don't know. More. You, well, every year Brunson has played, he goes up. So you, I mean, you could think, eventually well, this year you you expect you expected it this year just based on his role and not having to be in Luca's shadow. Right. It would be hard. But you for said him. Brunson wants more, but he's not. A, he doesn't care about his personal stats. He only gets what he gets. He's trying to help the team win. In the playoffs, he was the only fucking guy who would come, so he wanted more and more and more. But during the regular season, I don't think it's his priority to get his own. I don't know. Not as much as Julius. Well, his assists yeah, were way would, down in Julius the playoffs, would pass. right? Yeah, but Julius would pass, and he tried to make the pass. He couldn't help it that the Knicks were fucking missing everything. How many times did he make a great kick out? Oh, he's a, he's a, no, he's out a, of the his, double I team. think his assist numbers are better than Jalen. Look, I'll call Randall um, lazy. I'll call him not the smartest um, you know, in reading the situation all the time, but I'm not going to call Heartless. him selfish. I'm not going to call not. him selfish. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Honestly, I don't think so. Even though I did basically just say that. All right, last one here. Craig, Barry, oh. G. Wait, hold on. We haven't heard from Derek in a really long time. So that's true. I don't know who who is Derek. Yeah, you didn't you didn't hear that right off the bat? Craig, no, is that who just called? Sarcasm. Craig, Barry, G, Derek from Scotland here. Long time no speak. Oh yeah, Derek. How's it going, boys? Well, thank fuck for Jalen Brunson. As we say over here, he's the talk's bollocks. I was a Brunson truther right from the start, and then Julius won me over in the Utah and Denver games that were on the road. 
Tibbs started getting everything right when he went to the nine-man rotation. And the front office nailed it when they traded for Hart. It doesn't feel fluky at all. This is it. Let's fucking go. As, I mean, as much as I've loved this year's team, though, I'd sacrifice any of the guys in the roster to build a right team around Brunson. Fuck me, I'd sacrifice my firstborn son. <laughs> Next season can't come fast enough. All the best, boys. That's exactly there what you, you guys said before. Yeah, That is exactly. Look. We're on the same page, man. Who is your number one guy? Who's your number one star you want on this team, Barry? You Giannis can have the compo. Okay, for, except for Giannis. Jalen Brown. Nice. Jimmy Butler. He's a free agent, I think, in two years, Jalen Brown. Jimmy Butler. I don't want yeah, Jimmy those Butler. Are, those, are my, those are my top three, Craig. Jimmy Butler? I think the three of them would be fucking perfect on this team. But you think any of them might be going anywhere? Uh, Butler, no. Giannis, probably not. Um, <laughs> Jalen Brown, maybe. Jalen Brown, I could see. Asking out. Jimmy Butler's going to be 34. I would love Jalen Brown as well. I was looking at free agents not this year, but next summer. I think he's unrestricted. But does Jalen Brown would, I mean, Jalen Brown's one of those guys that they say wants his opportunity to be the top dog somewhere else. So, I mean, you bring him here. Is he the top dog? If he wants to be, let him take it. It's fine. Yeah, let him take it from Jalen. Let them compete. And look, Randall and RJ next to Jason Tatum. There you go, Boston. Have them both. And, uh, you know, the Knicks are on their way. Now, what about of star players that you've heard could be on their way out? Oh, so I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Carl Anthony Towns. No. No, me neither. I, I don't want I him do at all. I do not want that. I would and, think I would rather have Julius than Carl Anthony Towns. And don't, don't think I'm crazy you might think I'm crazy I I don't want fucking Luka Doncic on this team as amazing of a player I think he is I well, like you're fucking out of your mind I like the feel of this Luka particular team that I, I, I can't fucking watch Luka fucking complain 40 out of the 48 minutes of the game to the refs but why um, did you bring his name up is he in have you heard about him not wanting to be there his name always pops up his name Does always it? fucking pops up oh yeah I've got the I've got the perfect person. Go ahead. Who do you got? Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> Other guys like I don't want Lillard. I keep hearing no. Lillard. He's I don't want Lillard. Too. And uh, suppose I've been hearing possibility of like them looking at Randall, the Trailblazers, because the Trailblazers are looking to trade that number three. Uh, pick. There was yeah, uh, there was a report tonight that the Blazers are looking to get an elite. Three for the number three. For pick. what? An- Anthony and and the number Anthony three. Anthony Simons. Yeah, the top two guys. Like the, I'm not saying that I'm not hoping these guys. We're gonna get these guys. It's not gonna happen. But my two guys would be Embiid or Booker. You think you know the Suns fired Monty Williams, right? They might break it up. Philly clearly might. Just fired Doc Rivers. You know Embiid's always had these ties to Leon. Like, I'm not crazy about Embiid, but... I mean, what kind of a postseason did he just have? Not great. No, I mean, so wouldn't (laughs) we be right right back in the same boat 
A guy that performs during the regular season and then in the playoffs, not so much? Maybe, but at least he at least he's the best player in the world in the regular season. <laughs> I mean, he's a flopper, huh? Yeah, yeah. You see that flop LeBron took? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Off of Jokic when Jokic yeah. didn't fucking do anything to him? <laughs> that was nuts. Was that the last voicemail, Blandy? That was it. All right, you all hear that music. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Blandy, how much news do you have? I know you've got some. You gotta have at least one good. I've I've got a a couple couple of things. Um, I'll go with the story that Barry sent me before, even though I wasn't too big on it. But it looks as if uh, the um, All Star Game format might be changing again. A recent Board of Governor and General Manager meeting. Fuck about this. Yeah, go continue. <laughs> looks like they're going. They might be going back to the East versus West and getting rid of the draft thing. The two biggest things, though, that have gone on recently, obviously, is the Spurs somehow, s- somehow hitting the jackpot for the third freaking time. Why is As, everyone blown away by this? Because because it's pretty incredible to to be able to listen. Lots of teams get the number one. Pick. I mean, Cleveland got the number one pick a number of times, but in to have you know to get David Robinson and then Tim Duncan, and we don't know what what uh, Wembenyama is going to be, but to have the ability to choose three, like you know, transcendent players possibly in like a thirty year period of time, it's crazy. They just they hit the jackpot. The one year that David Robinson gets hurt and misses all those games and they win twenty games, that's the year that Tim Duncan's coming out. You know, and now to do it again—that was twenty-six years ago. I'm just saying, but but, <laughs> but we're talking about the player. We're talking yeah, about the player, though. But there's like thirty teams in the league, and that was twenty-six years ago. Is it that? Are we? Ser- it's not yeah, like they I got number one pick four I'm years about ago. The what Blandy's saying, right, right. How many it's generational not- talents, or what, what assumed to be generational yeah. talents, come into the draft? It's not every year. Yeah. Every, well, you know, how many is it? How often is it? Every third year. Well, you got to go back. I who? mean, before Zion, who who was it? LeBron. I don't know. LeBron. Who Which else? Which was twenty years ago. Hold on, let's go look. I mean, lots of people go number one. That doesn't mean that they're you know. Yeah, that they're expected to be, to be. Yeah, like think about the way they've been talking about Wembenyana. When was the last time they talked about somebody yeah. like that? No, I mean obviously he's very highly regarded. So that's what I'm saying. That's the point that I'm making. Zion, it's it's like maybe every four or five years, probably. Carl Anthony Towns. He was in a 2015. No. That Carl no. Anthony I'm Towns. Just listing number one picks. God damn it! Just hold yeah, on. I, okay, all right. I'm listing the be- you're better. You're not going to find somebody as high. Kyrie Irving, 2000. Anthony Davis, 2012. No. Kyrie Irving, 2011. Blake Griffin, uh, John Wall, twenty ten. No, none of them. Blake were Griffin, this... two thousand nine. No. Derek Rose, two thousand. These are fucking great players. They're, what do you mean? It's not that they're not great players. You're missing the point. They weren't considered to be like transcendent possible talents that could completely un- upend the the NBA hierarchy. This is right. a guy who they're talking about in in terms of being possibly one of the greatest well, ever. You have to Nobody, see nobody's talking about that with what Towns. Let's see what happens. Right, I know, but I'm just saying it's just crazy. Let's see what happens. And then the Pistons drop all the way to number 5. People said the same shit about Oof. Zion. Well, yeah, well you hope 
you hope Wemby stays on the court. Yeah, but there's like, like honestly, I don't get too upset about this stuff anymore. Because like more often than not, it doesn't fucking work out. More often than not, right? It or more work often out. than not, a number thirteen pick or a number twelve pick ends up being, you know, a future Hall of Famer. Right, but he's definitely more highly thought of than a, the vast majority of these. Basically, he all is, but you have no right. idea. I understand, but that's not the, I, that, that wasn't the point I was making. And you know what? You know what? It has to make anyone nervous about Wemby is the size and his. Well, I His was frame and all that. I know that he looks incredible, and the highlights look amazing. Do you know what he shot from three? Bad, right? Bad. Yeah, right. But I you know, only see like the good stuff. I think I read on the Athletic that there's only been like four NBA players in history who were seven feet four or above who played more than 800 games in their career. That's it. Hmm. Only only four because it's just it's so. They're, they're so big. You think about Yao Ming, think about people like that. It's just not common because they're too big and their body breaks down. If you can get through Vegas Summer League without hurting something, then we can start talking. All right. <laughs> and then just uh, the last story. Uh, good old Ja. Good old Ja Morant facing the likelihood of a very long suspension. Uh, well, why is everyone giving Ja a hard time, Landy? Is it that big of a deal? Uh, that he's, he's flashing yes. a gun? Is it? I think so. He was already warned. They already brought him in and he told them how, how sorry he was. Let him do whatever he wants with a gun. <laughs> Who cares? What, what are you, J.J. Redick? Is it that big of a deal, Blandy? Yes. Yes, it is. Is it illegal? Nobody's saying that what he did was illegal. He was in a, a state that had an open carry. So it has so nothing to do with wrong being with illegal. It? What's wrong with it? It looks really bad. That's what's wrong with it. Perception. He he works. He's an employee of a multi-billion dollar sports league. And they already told him, stop fucking around. And then like three or four weeks later, he did the same goddamn thing. Or a month later, whatever it was, two months. It, I mean, it's a little irresponsible. A little, right? I don't think you should get suspended for being an idiot. They already spoke to him. They already warned him. He said he was sorry that it wouldn't happen again, and it didn't take a year. It took a, a two years. It took like a month. So, and they all have stuff in their contract with stuff like that. He really fucked up. But who'd they say they're not bringing back? Dylan Brooks. <laughs> he's the one <laughs> for just being an asshole. They're like, nope, he's not coming back. No way will we bring him back. And Jaws just running wild. I'll be honest. I, I like. I wouldn't mind if a couple of the Knicks were flashing guns around, being hard asses. <laughs> could now use I a little bit I, of that in there. I don't know. If well, that's they, they could, could use a little joking. bit of that on our team. No. That irresponsibility? That? No, I'm good. Use a little of that? Yeah, a little no. bit of that edge. Oh, there. yeah? A little edge on our pussy team. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. But, Would uh, you trade yeah. Julius for Ja? Right now, and you don't even know if he's going to play. slinging ways. He might even miss half the year. Even with that. He's going to miss half the year. He might. 
Did you really? hear? Did you listen to Adam Silver talk For about that? It? Did you see the Malika Andrews interview with with Adam Silver? He was not happy. R.J. Barrett shot himself in the leg in a strip club. That's R.J. Barrett. This is the second time you said that. Is that why? No, you said I'm doing it? it on purpose right uh, now. No, the last time who did I say? Plexiglass. I don't know. Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> you did not say Plexiglass. No, Burst, though. and there was Plexiglass. Yeah. R.J. Barrett shot himself in the leg in a fucking strip club, and he got nothing. <laughs> no, it is, it is, it is terribly stupid. Sure. <laughs> he, he's going to get a lengthy suspension for sure, without a doubt. I don't see how it could be fifty games. I mean, they can make it what did they Miles want. Bridges do? And he got a season. Well, technically, no. Nobody signed him. He ended up getting like, like nothing. I think he's got to sit out like the first eight games of next year. Or something like that. But Miles Bridges isn't a face of the, the league like John Morant is. Well, you shouldn't get suspended for longer because you're a face of the league. Look, I know they have like code of conduct and yeah. uh, and there is a perception thing. Yeah, the fact that he did the same fucking thing. It's stupid. That he got reprimanded for a few months ago. That, that's what makes it really bad. It's not like you made like one stupid decision, what you thought might not have been so bad, and then you did a different stupid decision that you thought wasn't so bad. This is essentially the same exact fucking thing. It was just a different location. You weren't in a strip club. You were in a car. Here's part of the quote from Silver. He could have injured, maimed, killed himself, someone else with an act like that, and also the acknowledgement Mm -hmm. that he's a star. He has an incredibly huge following, and my concern- You know it's loaded. How do you know if it's loaded? How do you know that he could kill somebody? You don't know. So then how could he say he could have killed somebody? And again, it's an open carry state. But again- I thought he shared with me, uh, my concern, and I thought he shared with me that millions, if not tens of millions of kids globally would see him as having done something that was celebrating, in a way, the act of using a firearm in that fashion. The NBA doesn't want one of its stars dancing around with what could be a loaded gun in his hand, in A, in public, or B, driving around in a car. But how well, stupid To play devil's advocate, he? maybe he's celebrating his, what what amendment is it? Is that the the... the Second the Amendment. Second Amendment, Barry. Yeah, I'm not. A so- Look, we're all we're all not fucking social studies teachers, okay? The, uh, he's celebrating his Second yeah. Amendment right. There's no excuse for what he did. Come carry on, carry a firearm. Not after what happened the first time. That's the thing. Right. I mean, that's what makes it so bad. Like, come on. And what's his friend do? Can you just tell your friend stop going on Instagram Live? Can you stop sending shit out live? What What are you doing? Anyway, that's the way. What's crazy is that probably everyone's doing that, but they aren't all on Instagram. Well, that's the whole thing. I hope they're not all doing that. You fucking moron. R.J. Barrett shot himself in the leg at a fucking strip club landing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was Plaxico. What did Plaxico Burris get for that? Nothing. I don't think anything. He he was out for the rest of the season. Cost us the goddamn Super Bowl is what he did. So don't you think that's crazy? You know how many times I shot myself in the leg at a strip club? <laughs> Zero <laughs> times. That's how many times. And that wasn't no, a strip club. Every that was, time. What are you I talking shoot about? It, I shoot at my leg no, every time. The, <laughs> that was a regular club that Plexigo Burrow sh- shot himself in. Uh, we'll figure it out later, guys. Um... All right, guys. Well, that's the end of the season. You got have any, have anything to say to anyone, Barry? 
Um, no. <laughs> no. Nothing. Like, nothing like who? Do I have something to say to who? Nothing to say to Listen, anybody? I want to thank you guys. This has been a great ride. Really? <laughs> it really has. It's, it's just great getting to talk to you for an hour every week. You know, when we don't do this, sometimes you feel disconnected from some of your best friends, and this has meant a lot. I want you guys to know that. It's like back in the day. Barry, you remember, like, talking to Jay on the phone? Oh what, in high what, school? What story yeah. you make up now? He's thinking you know, of something talking to make about. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying to no, find I wasn't. something ridiculous. I wasn't until you said that, and then I tried to start scrambling, trying to think of something. <laughs> This is what it's like, because guys, we don't talk. We don't talk to our friends. No, no this is see each a, other like is... every four months. <laughs> right. This is nice. This is a nice space to be able to bust each other's balls and talk about shit that we're into. Again, I hope that's what we do for everyone who listens. Right. And that's what we have done. Blandy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you want to get off your chest here? Um, you won't find the jacket. You won't even not, get up from your fucking not, seat. You're lazier no. than Julius fucking Randall. No, I don't. No. You're in the clinching game, clinching podcast of the season. You've had like two drops. Hardnick's life is on the brink of elimination. Well, I'm not gonna force the drops in. Season there. is over. You know. You had two fucking news stories. You won't get the jacket. You made us 40 minutes late. Is there anything you want to share here at the end? It's all very true. I was, I mean, I had a doctor's appointment today and I was just in my boxers in front of some 70-year-old man. That's not fun. Mm. Throw that out there. Your doctor's 70? He's dead. No, it's not. I I saw a doctor and he was in his 70s. He's like, I've been practicing Your doctor's in his 70s? The one I saw today, yeah. And what did you see him for? Um... Stuff. Oh. You won't. You don't want to get into it. What do you no. mean, stuff? No, but it was. Is it I that went, private? Is it, it something just, you're worried about? Or it was just a checkup, and I saw this guy who was in his seventies, and I, I changed into a gown because. But it's not a guy me, you've seen before. No, and then he's like, "No, hold take on." The gown so off. what is this? So you went to a specialist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you had a gown with the boxers on. Yeah. And he told you to strip and down. And then he said, no, no, just the boxers, which was very uncomfortable. Then I had to start like shifting my boxers around because you don't want anything to fall out of the, the thing in the front by accident well, or something. What's he, so. what's he looking at? What do you mean? Was this yeah, like, was a check? Like, a, no, like a skin check? Like a skin cancer not check not a skin check. No. Was, did, he put, did he insert anything into anything? No, there was no insertion of, of any kind. Did, he, did you have to pull your boxers down? No. Nope. I was in. I was Did in he check your upper body or lower body? Uh, both, actually. This is a fascinating dot. Who? What is this dot? What is the specialty here? <laughs> Did he this, check your face? Yes. Yes, he did. And it wasn't a skin check. Nope, not a skin check. The fuck kind of check was this, Barry? Did we all of a sudden fall into like a game of twenty questions? Why won't you just tell us? <laughs> What do you why, mean? why are you being so weird about this? You're not private about this. No, I don't know. It was a, it was a neurology doctor, a neurologist. So 
Okay, I, I actually canceled an appointment recently for that. I've got this weird pain in my back. Okay. And someone told me I should see a neurologist. Hmm. Yeah, well, this guy, I... For a neurologist, you have to get naked? <laughs> Maybe not, and the joke's on they, me. I don't... Do they... Do, do you... <laughs> do you strip down your boxers when you go to the dentist? No. Only the first time. The first time that I saw. But that was... I had this one dentist. So I wish I could strip down to my boxers for them. <laughs> What uh wait a second. I'm I'm not joking. Isn't neurology like a nerve thing? It's your brain. It's a brain. And a brain and nerves, right? Yeah. So you had to get naked for that. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Barry, does that make sense to you? It's did all they below have, the did skin. They have, what could um, they possibly like, say? Did they have things connected to your body? No. Like the suction cup things? No, but there was a lot of like you know, like when they hit stuff for reflexes and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Like basically all over. So okay. my body was a xylophone, kind of. Got it. Okay. And they did not ask to see your penis. Nope. It's a nope. John Mayer song. <laughs> your body, body is a xylophone. <laughs> that was yeah, today. That was today. That's the worst experience, well, man. Yeah. You know when how you it is, like in, when you're in your on. boxers and you have to oh, worry about terrible. like stuff. I was like, I had to like shift them like all the way one way, so that way nothing could fall out. Yeah, I did. I did not like that. Not one bit. You gotta find a hot neurologist, man. This this was not this. No, that's not what this was. Well, that you. That's what you have to find. You don't deserve a seven-year-old neurologist. Everyone knows neurologists you get naked for. You gotta find someone good. I didn't know that they. Do that. Who knew? <laughs> you would have picked better. Do that. <laughs> I would have worn nicer underwear. Would you, you didn't know you were getting into your underwear today? No, not a clue. Why do you need to get into your underwear to, to have them hit your knee? I, dude, I don't, I don't, I was not prepared for this. So. Barry, you got anything like this? <laughs> we, 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 I try to get Blandy to like give a thank you to some <laughs> listeners or us yeah. for the show. <laughs> I and we spend the next eight minutes talking about he had to go get naked in front of a 70 year old. Big shout out to uh... <laughs> Dr. Stark. No, it's been a fun ride this year. This season's been a fun ride. <laughs> Eight, eight minutes on the doctor, ten seconds on the on the season. It's been, it's been a, it's been Barry's a struggling. You struggling to stay awake there, Barry? No, I got something in my eye. I got like an eyelash. Oh, in my eye. sure? Are you crying? <laughs> I get it. You're sad. Yes, it is sad. You can tell us. Be truthful. How be far truthful. away are we from the draft where we know we're not going to be dropping picks? Uh, okay, I don't care. The draft is I was June twenty third. Uh, June twenty third. <laughs> a month away. You know what we're not doing this year? What? Going through every fucking first round pick. No. Fuck that. Well, we Sorry, didn't do Derek. It we didn't do it last year either. Did we not do it last year? No. I think we only did a couple of them. This is a waste. It's of time actually really. I know. Don't you think it's crazy that people and uh, Knicks fans on Twitter have you seen this? 
upset that we traded for Josh Hart and yeah, don't have they want they want to get in. They You've seen get these back fucking into the first, idiots into the first no. round. Do they I not didn't... have anything better no. to do with their fucking lives? <laughs> fucking morons! <laughs> what the fuck? Now, That's a lot the of shit that makes me never want to go on man. Twitter. I know there's a lot of fucking awful, horrible takes on Twitter. All of a sudden, everybody forgot about Josh Hart, and they're upset that we don't have a 23rd selection to trade down to 26, and then 27, <laughs> exactly. and then 29, and then for them to be pissed that in we did all that. Two seconds in 2029. Who wants all that? Like, I don't want any of that. I don't want the 23rd pick. No, so we can pick some night, guy we, don't we even didn't have to pay want, attention. or we can move down. No. You don't have to pay attention at all now. Maybe sure. we'll be pleasantly surprised and we'll somehow end up back in the first round. But is it not the worst? And look, it, there's we make no fun watching that fucking draft. No, dude, two years ago was where miserable. Where you sit there waiting for hours and then you just trade out. Look, if we make a, an off-season deal, I'll get over not having a draft pick real quick. Doesn't matter where I'm already fucking the new over. blood comes from. Just improve on my team, Leon. That's all. All right, guys. If you're not moving forward, you're standing still. There you go. Inspiring words from Barry. That's... If you're not moving forward... You're standing still. Standing still. That's right up there with when you said... People ask you if you want it in the butt. I mean, that's words of wisdom. (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for the show, guys. Blandy, Barry. Craig. Should they call us? Nope. No. You don't need to call us. It's the off-season. Take some time away. Phone lines are down. Phone oh. lines are dead. The so number has been I just, shut I just un- off. I just unplugged it. It's, it's <laughs> Did you unplug it? Yeah. You don't Somebody have, like, was calling right no now. longer exists. You don't have a dial tone? What's the upcoming schedule? Blandy, give it to us. Um, okay, so uh, Saturday, there's nothing. Well, what and are you doing I'll... Saturday? Tomorrow? I got uh, baseball oh, in the morning. Tomorrow. I got Little League Baseball. That's about it. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Barry's yawning. Blandy's got Little League Baseball. That's right. All right, guys. It is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.